everybody welcome to live from lemon city we're recording this november 25th wednesday a little later than usual today we are not in studio g605 say a word edwin i have no idea we're on the other ends of the earth we're in the deep south we're in the deep south we're on location as yeah. aforementioned we are live from lemon city brought to you in part by trunks our friends at trunkslife.com use the promo code lemon city at checkout lemon city one word to get 10 percent off your purchase Athletic apparel for your athletic lifestyle. All right. So, um, yeah, we are like a hipster Rick who's once again doesn't get old. The sweater, it's like 90 degrees outside. No yeah, beanie today. Yeah, what about my hair, though? Uh, I, I was going to wear a sweater and the beanie this week. I swear to God, I was going to come and ode to you, but I was going to Yeah, you rush. can try and fucking be a hater and say yeah. that shit doesn't look good, but no, you know right. it does. <laughs> so, yeah, I am... Uh, Edwin, the beard, Eddie Lose, Eddie wins, whatever you want to call me. I can, I'll, I'll change it for this week since, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers did lose finally or win finally. More names than Wu Tang, bro. Yeah, bro, Wu Tang. I mean, no thanks to him though. And uh, to the right is uh, producer Gush. I think you did it back. Producer Gush. Producer Gush. <laughs> producer Gush. <laughs> producer Gush. Producer Gush. And uh, yeah, we are live from Lemon City. We're close to it, but um, we got a good show, and we're gonna get started with with some five downs. I wasn't sure if it was if I wanted to use that, but it's still good. No, it's still no, so any, good. Anytime you talk football, anytime you have the opportunity to play that, play it. Hey, me, Gus. All right, first down, the crappiest rivalry in the world, Finns-Jets. Right, even as a Finns fan, I can't really get it up for this one. Um, it's going to take a few Viagra pills, but I just don't know, man. Like, uh, it was well into the season. Edwin's falling asleep over here. But it was well into the week before I even found out that we were playing the Jets anymore. The problem is that we were robbed of our... Because that's always a big game here. We have so many New York fans, and we were robbed of our home game because, of course, that was played in London. Yeah. So we go up to New York now, and both teams are sucking it up. Uh, the Finns just feel like they're done for the season. Nobody here has any, any enthusiasm about it, especially now that they have something to get behind in the heat. Yeah. You know? That's, I just... It's bad. It's, there's really nothing exciting. That's it? That's all you got? I, that's my contribution to this down is it's bad. I'm not excited, but it's the Jets. It's, the Jets aren't good. We're not good. It's... I mean, granted, we're still mathematically... Have a chance well, to make that, a playoff Well, but that's the whole thing run, about football. If this were baseball, the, Mar- the Dolphins would be long, long out of it. Yeah, it's just... It, I don't know. I'm just. It's exactly how you hear it in our voices right now. It's like that. Yeah. Like, there's just nothing. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. Sure, I'm still gonna watch it. I'm remember a fan. How we of were? course I am. But remember how excited we no, were no, a few weeks do ago? That. Don't do that. When yeah, we, we played the, the fight song. We played the tank. God, that ended yeah. quick. That's our whole season. I know, man. But like our whole season, right there. You know what? I still take those two games off. That was nice. <laughs> I still take how I felt after those two games. You know. Dude, we're like uh, you know how like it's people just, always ask you like hey if you knew that this relationship was gonna flame out and burn like this like uh, it did would you still take your last three years and sometimes you're like nah no nah, I'm I'm going yes like I was truly <laughs> happy for those two weeks man I don't know I was man we put up 41 points on the Texans and I was just I was I was making babies that night you know what I'm saying <laughs> I don't know it's just dolphins man it just I just want to cry whatever this first time has gone on way too long fucking Gus put me out of my misery oh no 
What's all right? Wrong sound. That's a hit, dude. Oh. Why'd you send me to the hit pit, the other one. dude? Hit the other one. Oh, sorry. Send the fins to the pit. Send the fins to the pit. Come oh, on, just get back on track. You're looking, dude. Wrong sound. No, no, the, are you drunk? He put the fins in no, the pit. Man. You you told me to put the fins in the pit. All right, let's go. Back on track. Okay, and the first down. There okay, we go. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> Give it to us, Gus. Gus is hitting the sauce that's on the second, drive. That's, that's how the whole Dolphins feel right now. Yeah, that's exactly That's exactly That epitomizes the Dolphins. Second down, Johnny Football, Party Boy, Cabana Boy, whatever you want to call him. Hi, man. Like, I don't know. You know, I was talking to you guys before we started recording, and I remember when Johnny was, because uh, he was, you know, he had that, Tannehill had that last year at Texas A&M while Johnny was a true freshman, mm-hmm. but they redshirted him that whole season, so... You know, the next season he comes in, he wins the Heisman Trophy as the first freshman ever to do it, but it was his second year in college. It turns out Texas A&M has this rule that they don't let the rookies or, you know, freshmen get in front of the mic and talk to the media because they feel like they might not be prepared for it. They might say the wrong thing. And this kid was on the huge spotlight, right? I mean, this would be in the middle of his Heisman winning campaign. They beat Alabama that Mm -hmm. season, did they not? Oh, yeah. Everybody knew what Johnny Football meant. And nobody... And nobody knew about this kid. For all you knew, he was just some wholesome little altar boy who, you know, wouldn't do anything wrong. We were wrong. And now this, man. (laughs) Like, this guy is just partying with strippers and uh, fucking, uh, what is it? Um, um, What are those little, uh, what are those things called? The sparklers. He's sparklers out of his mouth. You remember that famous picture with the fucking money and the cash and all that shit? He also but, comes from a. He comes from like. Yeah, he money. comes from oil money. He comes from, he comes from, from oil, oil money. money. He was still in college when he was sitting fucking courtside at a Clippers game. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and I mean, with him, dude, he's just a party guy. I, I, I really, and you guys know me because I've been clamoring for him for a while. But like, I'm at the point now where I'm just sick of talking like, about it. I like this Johnny guy's football an idiot. because he's he's kind of an interesting watch. It's like the appeal that we talk yeah. to, like guys like Mike Vick and Cam Newton have. You yeah. know, even mm-hmm. when they went. But the problem is like. It's an amazing bit of self-awareness yeah. or lack, lack, of, of, lack, lack thereof, of. right? Two, two, two quick points, man. I was really excited about him getting the starting. The I was really season. excited to see what he could finally do. I'm not excited anymore because this is just like, come on, you got to know better than this. And the thing is, shit. like, even on a, on a terrible Browns team, ESPN was running the uh, the Monday Night Football uh, previews, and they were using Johnny yeah. Manziel as the selling point. No, he's <laughs> the cash cow. And he's it's, the cash cow. Dude, it's Browns versus Ravens yeah. next he, week in Monday Night Football. Toilet bowl. Yeah, <laughs> toilet bowl. Third down, refs talking refs. Refs talking refs? Okay, I'm the only legitimate ref here. You two actually have birth certificates from the United States. Uh, I see what okay? you did there. Your boy. <laughs> I am the real I am the real Elian Gonzalez. And I was uh, doing this. The refs, I, I just don't know I just don't know where to go with this anymore, man. Like these guys are uh, you know, pulling down six fi- and they, we had the uh, the strike a couple years ago, right? Dude, it's when like, they had to bring they're, the, uh, they're, it's almost as bad as the It's a part-time gig where they get six figures for. And people are still clamoring for full-time jobs. And if you want them to do their job right, like... Oh, so you're going to give them a bonus for doing yeah, their job bad? Because like, if yeah, you give them a this, full... If, this is ridiculous. If, so many bad calls. These... Co- all those conferences... Like, it took me forever to watch the Monday Night Football game. All these wow. conferences that went on on the field for no, five you, minutes at if, a time. And if you give them full-time jobs, that means you're giving them an increase in pay and rewarding them for their awful job. Too you know what often, I mean? it's, it's bad. Too often, we're talking about the fact that even with replay, these guys are getting the call. Yeah, right. this season it's more than others. It's all bad, this, man. This season more than it's others, so we can point and the finger actually at them. affecting the games, you know? Yeah. And it's not like... But the problem is that it's been just like everything else in football. We keep talking about how much uh, shit we've been watching and how football's been so shitty. The refs are no different. They're no, just yeah. making it even worse. This season more than other seasons. You can <laughs> definitely point the finger at the refs over just... and over and over. <laughs> Sorry, Detroit. Fourth down. Pats and pants. Pats and pants. Pat wears pants. But uh, I think he's referring pants? to Patriots versus Panthers. Or Patriots-Panthers? Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
Patriots Panthers still undefeated. The only two teams that do it, uh, ten and zero. Still, uh, I believe uh, I'm, I'm actually not sure. Yeah, about they're both this ten one, and zero. No, no, no. I know they're both ten and zero, but I think the uh, the uh, like the only time the teams have gone, the two teams have gone this far. Was no, this I think it happened once before. I can't recall right now, but. But look, uh, the Panthers certainly look impressive doing it. They beat the Redskins. Again, you know, the refs kind of had a, a call in the middle of that field where that pick six was taken back on a personal foul call or yeah, whatever. You can't leave but, it at the moment. Uh, which kind of was a pivotal moment in the game, but still, it was a 44-16 to 16 spanking that these guys laid on them. And, uh, man, Cam Newton looked fucking good. No, Cam Newton looks great. He really does. Everything he's doing It's just... Right when you think you want to, like, you know, throw a jab and say he's not that good, he comes out and throws four no, touchdowns no. The in the Panthers, first half. The Panthers he starts absolutely. doing his dabbing. Yeah. The whole team's doing it. Little kids are happy in the stands. Oh, my God. It's awesome. But you know it. what's the best stat I heard all week? And to me, it's fascinating. The, the Patriots have the – you know how many starts first-round picks have on, that are starting for the Patriots? I don't know if I said that right. No, absolutely not. But go absolutely ahead. Absolutely not. Okay. Power through. Power through. Power, powering through here. Four. Four starts. That's all any first-round pick has, and it all came from one guy, uh, Solder, their lineman, who's Nate out Solder. for the season. Nate Solder. Yeah, so that means everybody the on their the starting tackle. offense is not a first-round pick, and yeah. yet it's a revolving door. At, 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 at yeah, the yeah he's trying. Line. But here's Everything. the thing about the Patriots: they might be undefeated, and they squeaked out that game because Tyrod Taylor was like playing with you know half an arm bone. But uh, they they're just they didn't look good doing it. Yeah, they, they only they scored got... twenty points. They, uh, you know, they were a couple drives. Now they had that one play with the refs, that you know, yeah. the uh, the whistle, the, whistle. No, the mistake whistle, or whatever. Danny Amendola could have taken that shit to the house for like seventy yards. Yeah, but uh, they haven't looked impressive doing it. It was against the Bills, so I'll give them a little bit of a pass. But, but Danny Amendola looks they're like they're he missed some thread, time. They're, they're... Gronk was taken out of the game. Amendola they, might the be hurt could now lose for a while. Though. The yeah, Patriots they... could definitely lose. <laughs> Which is funny because if you would have asked me a couple of weeks ago, I would have told you that undefeated. the Patriots had much more of a chance to go undefeated than the Panthers did. Now it's completely the other way. Around. Fifth down. Bengal bungles, cards, and cheeseheads. What? What the f- dude? Does we, any we, of that? We got mean? one down. All right, let's go. Let's start with the Bengals gonna bungle. Once again, two back-to-back primetime games. Marvin Lewis, don't be afraid to win after 7 p.m. Dude, seriously, I, you got you, you, know? you lose Monday night, you lose Sunday night football. Every you know, th- th- two weeks ago, leading up to the, sun- the Monday night game, everybody's like, "Hey, these are these Bengals for real? When They're looking start. really good." Here's their first big chance, and they blow it. One yep. was really bad. One was not so bad. No, no, but at the end the of the thing. day, they're two L's, and you can't do that if you well, want to be taken this serious. One is, this one was somewhat. They looked somewhat impressive in this game. They you put up more up. than 30 points. They, it was at Arizona. Yeah. They're playing the Cardinals, who mm-hmm. we think might be the best team in the NFC. Yeah. You know, maybe the Panthers. But still, that's a game you got to win, man. You got to win. I, I don't know that you got to win you that gotta game. Win. But you got to make a statement. They've that, never okay, made a statement. Okay, that's the problem. That's the problem. That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. You wouldn't be looking at them if the record was anything else than what it was. Because losing, there's no shame in losing that particular game if you take that sample size in a vacuum. Yeah. But because of everything that's happened before. And the problem is, it wasn't even Andy Dalton's fault this time. No, he yeah. looked pretty good during that game. Red, right, red, the defense right, gets up 34 points, you know. But the Cardinals, man, Carson Palmer looks awesome. And these guys are playing the game right now, mm-hmm. man. The Cardinals look really good doing it. Really good. Now, uh, if I can sort through whatever the fuck Gus said there, I think <laughs> I heard Packers. The Packers kind of got off the uh, the losing, the little slump here that they had. Eddie wins, can't win them all. But The know. problem is, it was kind of a... It, I don't know that it was an impressive win, but if you watch the game, and we've mentioned this before, like all bets are off when you take on division rivals, mm. and the Vikings and the Packers are in the same division. But it was at Minnesota. They controlled Adrian Peterson. The defense was good. They got to the quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater was throwing in a phone booth all day. Yeah. And uh, and they actually made some space. No, Casey I'll had uh, nearly hundred yards in this game on the ground. Uh, I'll give it to. I'll give they, it to. They got it going. But and I, I actually here's the funny thing. I often find myself against you being like an Aaron Rodgers apologist, mm-hmm. but 
he wasn't the reason they won this game. He only threw two touchdowns. He had less than 50% completion. Yeah. He wasn't great, He but they did just enough. It was a whole team effort to win this game at Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota, had, had, a, Minnesota had won five in a row, and they had a good chance to really make a statement, but they took a step back. I'm not too sold on them. But then again, that's the whole quality of the NFL this season. Well, but that's that's what you Minnesota's going to do, yeah. right? Like they, they just completely sold out to get but, Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater's good, man. He's going to lose with Adrian Peterson and their defense. Okay, did, did we hit all of your topics? There, Was there yeah. anything else that you might have mentioned there? All right. Okay. So with uh, with wrapping up football, then uh, let's Matt Hasselbeck, three and zero. Yeah. Let's do uh, let's do uh, <laughs> a little crossover NBA talk. What? Oh oh. Just like that. Crossover. 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 Like Allen Iverson, lefty. What? Oh yeah. Allen Iverson hit the jumper, step over. Uh, can you Tyron, name that Lakers? Tyron Lue. Ah, there you go. Tyron Lue. My man, I know those man. I know those games. I can yeah, do this game days. all day. But uh, but no, let's talk a little basketball, man. We got. Uh, there's really, it's still early in the season, but we're gonna. I want to talk a little heat. I want to talk a little heat game. You know, I uh, had the pleasure of going to the heat game this week uh, against yeah, the did. Knicks, and um, that's always a good game. Here's the thing, like it's my first Heat Knicks game, bro. It's such my a cool one. thing that the Knicks are somewhat interesting again, yeah. right? Like uh, they were eight and six headed into the game, one four uh, in a row, right? Uh, they had a good road trip. Yeah. Kristaps Porzingis, Porzingis looks like is uh, real, bro. Yeah, good. he looks good. He's the early choice for Rookie of the Year, no? Yeah, him and Justice are looking good, but and he, he looks so better. Because, he look better. Like, Jaleel Okafor looks good, but they haven't won a game. He's yeah. never won a professional game, <laughs> Jaleel Okafor. Okay. The 76ers are that bad. So I think Porzingis is like the front runner right now for Rookie of the Year. No, Porzingis, his offensive game is is, is very nice Polished. watching him play. Polished, dude. He's very fine. He's just... 7-3 and his stroke looks nice. It looks nice, but dude, he still looks like he's growing into his body so I mean, bad. Bro, like watching it in person and seeing it there, he looks so much fr- more fragile than everybody 20, else. 21 Maybe something like that. I don't, I don't know. know, but the the, Latvia. the offense, Latvia. The offense was. It looked at times though. I, I was I was talking to this next guy who was sitting next to me, and he's like, oh. why? he kept screaming, "Why? Why are you running it through through Lopez? Why are you running it through Lopez?" He was furious because it looked like every possession they're feeding it to Lopez, and we Bert didn't know Lopez. what to do. Uh, no, Robin, Robin Lopez, Robin Lopez, crazy. Oh, push, yeah, yeah, push, Robin push, Lopez. push Lopez. Yeah, that's but, the one that came out second, yeah. I think. <laughs> like, if you had to pick a twin that came out second between him and Brooke. Story of his life. For sure, All he second. came out second. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, but the, the, the Knicks looked pretty good. Carmelo Anthony took like 17 steps on one play there. Yeah, the right before hitting the three. The referees, but, is, by the way, like. tap dancing, bro. Yeah, but I'll tell you, man, the, the Heat. Being there and watching it in person, man, it was my first game of the season. And, um, dude, they, it was the most polished game I've seen all season. They were clicking on everything. You know, they, they were distributing the ball. McBob was, this was doing a little crossover. There's no little. doubt about it. And how about Justice Winslow, man, being trusted in the fourth quarter to guard a guy like Carmelo Anthony? Yeah, They've just completely given it to him. This is, like, and he's not he's not the flashy guy. He's not the guy that's going to show up in the box score. When we're talking about rookie of the years, nobody's going to give him the nod. Yeah. But this guy looks, imp- like, this might be unprecedented. That a one-year uh, into college rookie comes out of the league, he's 19 years old, and his defense is so physically adapted to the NBA level already well, that he's taking on the best perimeter player the other team has to offer, and that he completely trusts them to but do I, it. But I'll put it, I'll, I even change it up a little bit here. I mean, granted, his physical, he is a specimen, he's in good shape, he's a big, mature uh, 19-year-old, um, but look at, look at Michael Beasley when we got him out of Kansas State. Yep. Was there ever a point in Michael Beasley's tenure here with Miami or anywhere in the NBA? Well, I'm going to say because I think in Minnesota he had a little run and in Phoenix. But ever in Miami that you felt like, wow, this guy is good and is worthy of that set number two overall pick. No, that's it. And not even then. It was that rookie all-star game against the sophomores and the the freshmen. You know, that that game where he won the He was encouraging. But it's... But he I was the number two overall pick. I feel better. he was always a no I feel better through the small sample size that we've had of Justice. 
than I did in well, everything course, that I ever because had. Because you trust oh. him mentally. Yeah, you it, trust Justice Winslow mentally. He, he seems like he's all up there. Yeah, you know, he's not, not just... taking fucking pictures of his tattoo. Super cool. Super bees cool. While bees. He's got a bag of weed and sitting yeah, on the table. That and is a cool. Releasing though, it on man. social media. Super cool bees. Was oh cool, yeah, man. super cool. I like bro. that. But uh, but no, they but overall <laughs> the Heat man, they look good. They were playing. They were playing smart. They were um, distributing the ball, which I liked. Everybody was everybody was being a part of it. Dragic looked really good this week too, man. Which I was finally yeah, he's looking a lot better. He's been looking sluggish, <laughs> like trying to fit in, force it. It looks like he's trying to force his game, but this week it looked like he was adapting his game to what's you around know what him, which was nice. That Wifey's was really nice. Down. He's getting that loving. Oh yeah, Ooh. I saw I saw I saw a lot of uh, I saw a lot of uh, pro. What is it? Uh, <laughs> Lithuanian people there. A lot. Yeah. They were holding up the Lithuanian flags and everything. It's a big, uh, big. It's a good time to be yeah. an Eastern European in the NBA. Right? And and. Yeah. And when it comes to this, man, I want to I want to touch base on this. When the conversation that we had last week about fandom and you know what kind of fans we have and what kind of fans we are as uh, as fans here of the local teams or anybody who's listening from anywhere else outside of Miami, this is the first time that I go to a I think that I go to a big time rivalry game where I see the Miami fans outnumber the visiting fans on a big rivalry game. I've been yeah. to Mets games, I've been to Yankee games in baseball, and it's always like 10 to 1 Yankee Mets over Marlins fans. I've been to Jets games against the Dolphins, and it's 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 either 50-50 or more Jets fans. There's a lot of obnoxious New Yorkers here. I love you guys, but you're obnoxious. Absolutely. Um, but this week, man, I'll tell you, man, it was really, really, really pro-dominant heat. There were the Knicks fans coming in and stuff like that, but it was very, very, very pro-heat. I yeah, loved it. There's no secret great. that Miami's like the melting pot of cultures around here, but the problem is we have so many people that come down from the north, yeah. namely New Yorkers, mm-hmm. and they support their teams. But even, you know, some of the, uh, like I was talking about how if you're if you're in Cuba and you want to like American uh, baseball yeah, and you like the, the Yankees, Yankees. Yep. it's like that. So people who have never even been to New York, they're just fans of New York, yeah. and the Knicks had that kind of pool for a while. So here they always they always outnumber. Well, not maybe outnumber, but it's kind of like an even split. Yeah. So that's a cool thing. But yeah, the, definitely it was, it was the culture very, of this town has absolutely shifted think, over the past and, five and years. And that so. has a lot to do with one of the reasons that I'm a big fan of the Heat is because management, organization, structure of the whole team, as you, far as building a contender and making you, you want to cheer into fan. that. You can be good. a Heat fan. Yeah, like, I feel safe in telling my child to be a Heat be fan. A heat you know fan. Because, Look at yeah. that weight jersey. Yeah. But um, but also, there's been a lot of other stuff in basketball. Can't believe it. I got this guy. What's his face? La bitch. La brick. Walking off the court, bro. Was that not the biggest diva? He wants, Madonna. I'm he so wants fed up. line changes like they do in hockey. Dude, they were That's up by like 20. <laughs> they were up by 20 and he's bitching and complaining and Listen, walking off the court and subbing himself I out. I was saying this before. If you didn't know, if I didn't show you the record, like how many games would you have thought that the, uh, that the Cleveland Cavaliers lost by now? Like, okay, they're in the loss column. No. Right? Like, the, they, no, they've lost season. more than they've won. They've lost three games. They're in first place in the East. Yes. And everything I hear from LeBron is never praising about anything. Except for the other day, he was kind of defending his uh, his team because he, he was bitching about the fact that the Warriors are so lucky that they've been healthy and all. Oh this no, shit. that's bitching, oh, fuck dude. You, LeBron. Oh, get seriously, the fuck out of here, listen. Man. Okay, li- Kyrie Irving's never going to be healthy. I got news for you. Okay, yeah. so that's that. Accept it. He signed up for that shit, bro. Oh yeah, he yeah. He hard, signed he up for that hard, bro. And he's, but here's and he's, the I, other thing. Like, okay, so he had the uh, he had the quote where he complained about. This team not having the drive and the Warriors look like they're hungrier, even though they were the ones that won. It's yeah. like, oh, you think you get these guys stay uh, walking around here like they think they won something? We haven't won anything. Yeah. We lost. We lost in the finals. That was that. There was the whole him with the comparison, and you know, like, okay, listen, if I even dare say anything to my current girlfriend comparing her to my past girlfriend, that's it. 
Sin. Dead. <laughs> it's it's happened. Yeah. No, he's and LeBron, why the fuck are you talking about your time? Like, sure, I, I love it as a Heat fan, you yeah. know, because then I started thinking like, oh, he misses us. He regrets. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. Not no even no a regrets. single letter. Not, and <laughs> he's talking about Miami. Oh, the good thing we had about the team that we had in Miami was the guys didn't take stuff <laughs> personal or we could talk about the whole thing. But that shit was so... So, I mean, you're with the Cavaliers, man, and it's been for more of the season now. Just let it go. And then the other thing was like, they're winning by like 20, and this guy is so upset with some pass that went into the you know the first row that Not he's just walking off the letter. fucking court, costing his team a technical foul. Not even a single win. No, but you know, I think with with no regrets, LeBrick here, I think what's no happening... No regrets. No, no regrets. regrets. <laughs> Not a single letter. You feel me, Dover? What it is with <laughs> no, him... No, I'm saying. No, I'm saying. <laughs> but... I think I think what he's doing is he's overcompensating and he's trying to cover up a sense and maybe a small little feeling of buyer's remorse, dude. He's there's times where he Boy, you can't. Sure. He might be. There's times where he's looking at it like that. Did I? Did, of course he misses, he misses us. us. But is, is misses he like, the nice, voluptuous, warm. But it's it's but it's it's here's the thing, man. In Cleveland, thing they, let this, they let this they let this dude run around and be the boss and do whatever he wants, and he's and it's a lot of power and it's a lot of things on him. And here he was Witness. always kept in check. He Witness. was always kept in Miami, and or he was as always much kept as they check. possibly could. Because yeah. make no mistake about it, like he still ran stuff. Yeah, here. I mean the thing is, like you bend for your superstars, you absolutely do, yeah. because they earned the right to. Exactly. But Pat Riley wasn't just gonna bend over and give it to this. But guy. if Pat, but do you think Pat Riley would allow that shit that's been happening of him walking off the court no, like that? Absolutely no, absolutely not, dude. Hell no, Spolster would get up in him. Everybody, dude. Have you even seen? Who's the coach of the Cavaliers? Hmm? Who's the coach? I don't know. He's have got a lot of skin seen, on him. He's, they, dude, I haven't even seen him on TV all season, no, 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 dude. No. I haven't seen that no, guy. The thing is, it's nothing. no longer a storyline this year, you know, with him. It's LeBron but. runs that team. He's just getting paid to, to stand there and play the part of a coach. I haven't even heard uh, his, his name. What is it, Blatt? David Blatt. David Blatt. I haven't Blatt. even heard his name, dude. This guy is no. such a non-factor, such a, just he's an entity. Little, he's got very he's, little eyes. He's a out. blob of, of mass that just sits there. There's nothing for <laughs> this guy, dude. Like, I had forgotten all about him. No, no, it's Whatever Cleveland's going He's an extra. He's an extra in a movie, dude. Exactly. He's, he's, a, he's the background guy in You know what's wreck. funny? It's, but the thing is, like, they're missing Kyrie Irving. I actually, and uh, you know how Ezekiel Elliott, Ezekiel Elliott after the Ohio after Ohio State uh-huh. loses to Michigan State this week, he comes out and he starts crying. He says he's going to the NFL. But Stop being a bitch. He couldn't Ezekiel. look at the bitch. Hit me. Hit me with it. Hit me with it. Stop being a bitch. Stop being a bitch. He couldn't look at the fucking camera in the eyes, but he's still talking about how <laughs> oh, he was disappointed that he only got 11 carries or Dude, whatever the hell it first was. First time they, they had but, true adversity and he's crying and crumbling. I'm going to the NFL. I yeah. Fuck that guy. But here's dude. the problem. That was okay. such a bitch Listen, move. this is not what this is about. I know. Go. I'm just making a quick comparison here. Urban Meyer, uh-huh. on any, like, do you Pit. think if they were playing fucking uh, Pit. Uh, the Raging Cajuns, uh-huh. you know, that he wouldn't be fucking benched for a game? Of course he would, but yeah. they're taking on Michigan, so he's not going to be. Yeah, of course. No, he's not. Oh, no. Urban Meyer. Cleveland Urban is Meyer not going playing. to do a fucking thing. Dude, wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, before you even go, do you remember when Tim, Tebow, when Tim Tebow fell Buckeyes? against Kentucky and fell, got sacked, and his head on the way down hit that guy's knee, and he was out concussed, yep. like, like, uh, like just, just totally out? Yeah. Urban Meyer's like, well, if it feels good, he's going to play. He was going to play the next game because it was a big game. Urban Meyer doesn't, doesn't give a shit no, 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 about no, no, your no. health, dude. Fuck no, that. No. Absolutely well, no, it's not. It's not about the health. It's not nothing. about the health of Ezekiel Elliott. It's, it's all about, about the winning. fact that he kind of came out on national TV. Like, you've never, you've never seen a college. If you're a college football player, you have as, as much power as, I don't know, something without fucking power. Okay? Yeah, no, no. Because the coaches hold all the marbles. Here. All the marbles and it's free labor because nobody's You've never paid. seen a, a kid come out, especially like, it's not like Ohio State doesn't have a chance here, yeah. you know? So you've never seen a kid come out and be... Critical of his coach like that, especially a coach like Urban Mike. Can you yeah. imagine an Alabama player saying something about Nick Saban? No, 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 it's ridiculous. Absolutely not. It's ridiculous. So 
Yeah, but I let's, think let's, like, let's come back if to this were not if this were not a Michigan week, <laughs> then Urban Meyer would teach yeah, he would you teach, know a lesson but, here. Well, that's I the thing with the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers have to accept everything from LeBron because they made a deal with the double. Yeah, he went back on his own terms, and that's it. He's gonna do whatever the fuck he wants, and they have to take it. Yep. They have to take it, Dan Gilbert. Unless he wants to write another Comic Sans letter, he's going to have to fucking take it. <laughs> sorry, LeBron. You're never going to win again, dude. Because you know why? Because yeah, the Warriors, bro. The Warriors are legit, man. I've been waiting. I've been like, you know, okay, they just started off hot, dude. They're 15, 16 and 0 now. Yeah, you were they the guy just... arguing that they had a lucky run last year in the playoffs. I, I, I still think <laughs> No, 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 no. I still tend that they were very fortunate last season in the run that they had. They didn't play the Spurs. They didn't play a healthy Cavaliers. But... Watching the product now, it's scary because I think that that only helped them to get better and more polished. This actually might be another source of bitterness for LeBron. For the first time, and as long as I can remember, he is not the head storyline. He's not the opening show. The opening, uh, you know, story. He's third. It's Curry, the Warriors. There's still everybody loves Anthony Davis. Kevin Mm -hmm. Durant's back, and then there's LeBron. You know, LeBron that's what is, it is not the main storyline anymore, and st- people are actually talking about how much of a game changer Steph Curry is, and the Warriors starting sixteen and zero, best start in basketball history for for this team. Huh. LeBron is just not in the spotlight anymore, like he wanted to be, yeah. or like he he's always craved, you know, because no, he's, this, he's been used. I mean, this guy was on the cover of Sports Illustrated when he's sixteen years old, yeah, and since then one. he's been. The fucking storyline, yeah, you know, one, my and ass. now it's the Warriors, but they they deserve it. The Warriors are. That hey, bro, give good. me some credit here, they're man. That give good. me some credit here, because you you question you question my fanhood all the time, but you know what? I'm loyal to my team when I like my team because I used to bash LeBron. Hold on, hold on, listen, shut up. <laughs> Did you just listen? To listen to me. You're loyal to your team when it's easy to be loyal for your team. No. Oh, you're right. You deserve a no, lot of no, 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 no. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. LeBron, it's easy to be loyal to the Hold heat. on, no, listen. Right, LeBron, get it, get it out. LeBron, when Spit he was, that shit out, man. Bite that towel, coming in hard. Uh, <laughs> LeBron, before the Heat, I was a complete basher of LeBron. I used to bash that guy all the time. Yeah. I was like, this guy sucks, this guy's overrated, blah, blah, blah. He comes to Miami, what do I do? I praise the guy. Hey, welcome to Miami. Yeah, awesome. I love this guy. This guy's the best. Yeah. I bought the jersey. He's gone. He's back to being a bitch like instantly. Yeah. There's no, there's no wavering because I like the guy. Yeah. I'm very truthful to my Miami team. That's my Miami. No, heat. no, 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 That's no. my squad. Yeah, You're because they're good. If the Heat were bad, like I've never heard you no, say talking not, shit about Miggy. No, but it's not. You know? It's not. Okay, about now the of course Miggy didn't lead by choice. Exactly. But, that's the other thing. But I'm just saying I deserve a little props because the they, the organization is good and I'm gonna give them good fandom there. So um, anyway, you are the Warriors. A, yeah, listen, what an asshole Warriors guy. are 16 and 0. They beat up old Kobe last night. Aye, Kobe. Was that last? Last night or the night before? I think those guys are fucking. 111 to 77. One of 14 shooting? Was that the sad line for dude, Kobe? Write his fucking yeah. eulogy already. Kobe's oh, done, man. Let's have a funeral for the guy. It's, I'm sorry, dude, but this team is bad. They're worse with you in it. They're really bad. Kobe is bad. Kobe, I hate to do this, bro. You're the man, bro, but I gotta throw him in the pit, no. bro. Oh, no! Alright, fuck it, Kobe. You're in the yeah, pit. I, gone, I don't miss dude, it. It's, Hey, let me let me ask you this question. When you look at the generation of players of the of their time, yep. would you say that in Kobe's time and his prime was was Kobe the main guy? No. Or could you make an argument that it was Tim Duncan? Because I think Tim Duncan has oh, been the model. Oh, okay, of okay. You're talking about you're as talking like about the generation, the face yeah. of the generation. Okay, um, but you're talking about in the uh, all-encompassing in careers, the of all-encompassing the individual but, players, but not because the career. here's the thing I have the to say face, about Kobe Bryant: the face of a generation. I'm saying the guy who represents that time frame. Like, is it Kobe, or could you make a case for Tim Duncan? 
Because everybody automatically uses the mold of Michael Jordan. It's Michael Jordan, so who's the guy that looks closest like I just Michael don't know, Jordan? Like, okay, it depends guy. on where you're setting the parameters of the discussion. But just because if I ask my fair. mother, if I ask my mother who Kobe Bryant is, she knows. Oh, if I ask her who Tim Duncan is, oh, she does not know. No, the big you fundamental. I hate that. I've always That's the problem. <laughs> I've always said Tim Duncan is WNBA, bro. He's Mr. WNBA. It's just it's the most boring thing to watch. I can't yeah. stand the guy. It's just he gets oh, about he, got a, he gets about an inch vert. Yeah, right? an That's inch vert. It's it's but. I give him props because money. Dude, you guys are done. He's not gonna go through what Kobe's going no, through now. I don't think he's gonna go through this deterioration where he's solid. where we're gonna see him just fall apart. And he plays a very physical, a more physical position than he's Kobe. No, but no, no, Kobe's no. just breaking down, man. It's just it's sad to watch. It really is. It's it's hard. It's, I just I, where I thought that you were going with this discussion is that when uh, when because Kobe Bryant came in in the latter years of uh, of the Jordan era, mm-hmm. right? And where I thought you were going with that is that Kobe though he's considered a great player, an all-timer, and he absolutely is. I don't know that there was ever a time where he dominated the league as the best basketball player. You understand? Because even his first three championships were with Shaq as the MVP. No, but those... those yeah, yeah, but... The last it was kind but, of... What? The thing is, it was kind of assumed that um, after Jordan left, that Shaq was the best player left in the NBA, or at least the most dominant one, yeah. right? And it's never been a pretty thing to call your uh, center the best player in the NBA because you want to see... The you know the entire game of basketball. No, being but Kobe from gets his dude. Bro. Kobe, Kobe no, was the I, best player. I think he player. does. I think he does. But like he was the best guy. Okay, so he he remember wins those the three Nike championships ads? with uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, but remember the Nike ads where they were promoting Mamba versus LeBron in the finals, but then LeBron didn't make it, and it was just Mamba versus the Celtics. Yeah, and then Mamba versus the Magic. He he he, dude, he was the best player in his prime. He was the man. He he definitely was above. It was Kobe then. I just and don't then think it was that he had that else. elongated period of time. Where 20, people bro. were like, he is no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. This is what I mean by you're talking about all-encompassing careers mm-hmm. for for a player. I'm talking about a period of time. Can you say that from 2003 to 2006, people absolutely unanimously considered Kobe Bryant as the best player in the NBA? Yeah, you know, I think I think so. I just I think like I, I never think, felt I like he way, had it. All I think the up way to like way, up to the the second Gasol championship, I think he was considered widely considered yeah. the best overall. Most I don't know, man, because post Shaquille O'Neal years, post Shaquille O'Neal years, where he was bitching to get out of, and he had his troubles with the, Phil Jackson, he was bitching to get out of L.A. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't, I, I know people assume that he was great, and like he he certainly had the respect from his peers. He had the numbers, he had everything, bro. I just don't know, like Kobe didn't miss games either, bro. He was there no, every no, Kobe time. Was, listen, he's a boss. Kobe's dude. awesome. He's a boss. Kobe was awesome, but. And this is kind of why it's sad to see to see him go out like this. Yeah. This has to be his last year, right? Like I, I, I know I he has so, a fully come out and said so. it, but it has to be. Like this guy can't even hit jumpers anymore. I hope it doesn't. Turn and he into absolutely a... like he changed his game in the middle of his career. You know, yeah. he, he dude, became it's... more of a perimeter player, but he can't even rely on any of it anymore. Dude, it's to to, to close up the Kobe talk here, bro. I it's sad to say, bro, but this year of Kobe is looking worse than any Jordan Wizard year. I mean, it's that bad. Well, when Jordan was no. playing with the Wizards, he averaged like 20. Yeah, I know, but that's the Okay, thing. but he was also but he chucking was, up like 1,700 yeah, shots a game. His shooting percentage was not that bad. It was like 40s. No, but it was it was hard to watch because it wasn't the same dominance, and you just watched no. him deteriorate. And he was Honestly, on a bad team. And well, I mean, different. this is what you're going to do. Just, it's worse than... I think Kobe right now I mean, is the, worse than the Jordan The problem Wizard with years. Kobe is the, he jumped off a cliff. There wasn't a gradual drop-off because of the last injuries that he had. We didn't see him for pretty much two years of basketball. Yep. And all of a sudden, he comes back, and he's like barely an NBA player. You know, Pretty much. It's bad, dude. And the Lakers don't make it any... At least if he could be a contributor on a good team, yeah. but the Lakers are really bad. They're a bad, bad team. Well, let's uh, stop a second here, and this is where we like to remind everybody about uh, where you can reach us. Uh, we are on Facebook at Lemon City Live. 
You can uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Lemon City Live also. Um, our show is also available on iTunes, so search for us there, Lemon City Live. You can find us there, get our most uh, most recent episodes, download them, listen to them whenever you want, when you're in the car driving to work. Whenever's uh, convenient for you, that's a nice little perk that we have there. That'll be um, a quick drive to work. It'll be a quick drive to work. Listen but, to the uh, dulcet tone. Dulcet tones of my boy Edwin talking <laughs> and me cursing up a storm as you drive to work in the morning. That oh, yeah. should wake you up. Yes, sir. Now, uh, with that being said, um, let's change gears here. Let's do something we haven't done before on the show. We haven't really, uh, we haven't really introduced this element. Uh, we're going to talk a little football, a little football, a little soccer. Johnny football. Johnny football. Johnny Brooks from uh, Team USA. No, we're going to do a little, <laughs> a little soccer talk. Um, I know that's not your area of expertise but you're Mine? going I'm, I'm 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 definitely giving you some knowledge I'm, uh, I, <laughs> I i consider myself or i try to be so knowledgeable in the other sports that when talking about soccer i kind of take a backseat to the whole thing because i hate to sound ignorant and because i want i'm so passionate about sports mm-hmm. i want to do it uh when i'm educated about it yeah and until i have that grasp of the entire soccer you know and it is it's it's a tougher one to grasp yeah, it is. because it's not just a domestic league or anything like that you know we're talking about things that are overseas and they got so much shit going on yeah but sometimes i get a little confused talking about it and i and i just i, I don't want to sound ignorant but i am like i really like what i'm watching i like the product it's not your fault no it's not your fault. No, it is. You know why? He wouldn't have this problem if he would have came to watch our fucking classical with us. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching it at home. Oh, God. You guys did... When did you guys actually get there? When did you guys get there? When did you get there? Hold on, hold on. First no, no. Off, when did you get there? Tell me. Hold on, wait. We're, you before have we even got there. You watch our class? I bet you missed the first goal, didn't you? No, we got there. We no, watched I'll the whole thing. I was watching it on my phone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. Hey, first off... That guy in front of me, Hipster Rick, throw his ass in the pit. No, fuck you. What did he say? He reached out to us for you, for you guys listening. He reached out to us during the week and he said, "Hey man, I want to, st- I want to, I want to, I want to have some friendship time this weekend. Let's That's go right. out. Let's let's watch the game. You together. didn't want to fucking do anything. You initiated. No, you we all came tell up me with like, plan. oh my girlfriend, no, she's no, getting no, no, me to no, be no. her slave. No, no, no. And then all this shit. We you came had to up with a plan. Shit. No, no, no. We came up with the plan. So we're gonna watch the well. classical at Margaret Pace Park here in Miami because BN Sports was doing a big festival. They did a giant watch party out in the park right." off the ocean it was a beautiful scenery beautiful All things setting aside, like it was southern awesome. legion posted this on facebook and they are so right like man you gotta fucking love living in miami dude yep. you gotta yeah. love this city yeah so cool all of a sudden just from one day to another i didn't know shit about it and all of a sudden they're watching the classical big ass projection screen yep. david villa is gonna be there it was awesome oh man. david villa was there producer gus was there i was there you know who wasn't there tell him hipster rick he wasn't there but hipster rick was watching it with family members. I was watching it at home where I got to see the entirety of the game on a big 50-inch screen. Well, we saw it like on a 50-foot screen. Very well. So when Iniesta scored that goal, I came. Yeah. yeah. But I did it properly. A little, little <laughs> premature. Yeah. No, but uh, in, in all, to, to describe the scenery, it's Margaret Pace Park is on the uh, on the ocean there in Miami in the, in the, in the towering shade of all those uh, nice, beautiful skyscrapers and big, beautiful apartment buildings. And it was an awesome atmosphere. It was a, it was all promoted by La Liga and uh, BN Sports. Yep. Like you said, David Villa was there, which we got some pictures that you can check on Facebook and on Twitter. Um, and also, another reason that we're bringing this soccer talk up is because uh, we've been getting some feedback on Facebook from our conversations. And people have been, you know, asking for it. So here it is. We're delivering it. And we, and we are listening to everything else they're saying, Joey. We are we are hearing you're working on something for some hockey talk. No, nah, I don't know, Joey. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know dude. You're going to have to get on the horn if you want to do this one. Well, we, well, we might work something out. I'll but, hand over the mic. But it was a really cool thing. They were passing out a lot of free stuff. It was cool. They had food trucks out. It was, it was really cool. I mean... 
the weather, it was like a light little drizzle rain towards the second half that happened, but it was still overall it was a great time. Uh, me and Gus went down there. It was it was really cool. Everybody was it was just an awesome vibe to see. Dude, and, I mean the biggest sporting event of the weekend, and they kept cutting to that scene. Yeah, I don't know if, if you're you, watching. Uh, yeah, if you yeah. if you're yeah. watching it at home, like yeah, we were uh, watching the feed of BN Sports BN, on the big screen. BN kept cutting to the scene at Miami yeah. at Margaret Pace Park, and it was awesome. Man. No, it was it was really really cool. The game, obviously, for those of you who don't know, Barcelona won four nothing. It was yeah, total domination. Oh yeah, total domination. And for you guys who don't know, our producer. Is a big Barca fan. He's uh, definitely. I gotta give it to him. He's always uh, repping he's his turned, Barca. He's turned me into one as well. He's turned you. I got into some one. gear. I'm still. I I, I have a Ro- uh, Madrid jersey. I got some Barcelona stuff. I went with my Chelsea jersey and I took pictures with a couple of Chelsea fans that oh, were there. Troll. It was, troll. I was trolling the classic. <laughs> he's going to a La Liga game with a Chelsea jersey. <laughs> big big fan. No no. But I did it and I fa- I found two other guys who were doing the same thing, which I thought was funny. Yeah. I took pictures with them. Uh, but no, it was it was it was a really cool time. the The game was great. I mean, well, the like the goal that game I, to is me, guaranteed to be great, right? And and I'll give it that because here's one thing I've always had a complaint about La Liga, and this is my because me and me and Gus have had this conversation a few times where I'm a fan of the Premier League. That's my league. I like Chelsea. That's my team. That's a, if there's a La Liga game on or a or a Premier League game in England, I'm gonna watch the Premier League game. If it's a Chelsea game or or any team playing, I'm gonna watch Chelsea. That's my team. Which is funny. Um, there's two teams, I think, that are the only two teams in any sport that I actually, if they're playing, I stop what I'm doing to watch their game. I really make time to watch it. It's not the Dolphins. It's not the Marlins. It's the Heat. When the Heat game is on, I watch the Heat games. And when Chelsea plays, I watch Chelsea games. I get up at 7 in the morning like I'm going to get up this Saturday because what? it's t- it's Tottenham. What a surprise Those are that the two Chelsea teams. just won the Premier League. No, but I've been like that. The Heat have been hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What a surprise no, that you'll stop on those no, teams. No, because you know that I got introduced to soccer about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I knew I always knew soccer as... Or football, I knew it as a world sport. I my my background is Cuban and Colombian, so on my Colombian side, I was always you know up to, I don't, before Hamas. I'm a I'm a Pio de Rama guy, you know. So I, I I watched. I remember watching the 1990 World Cup. I remember watching the 1990. The 1991 is vague memories because I was really young, but the mm-hmm. 94 World Cup, I remember it vividly. I remember That's watching the final. Yeah, I remember watching the final with Brazil and it and and Italy mm-hmm. and Baggio shanking Baggio the, the penalty Ooh. kick. Because I had family members who actually traveled to uh, to the, the the Columbia Games that were at the site when Escobar did the own goal and eventually yeah. you know lost his life, so it was a big deal. So I knew it as a world game and I knew who the stars were. But here in in uh, in the United States, there was never the coverage of the leagues. Like I knew who Barcelona was, I knew who Madrid was, I knew who Roma was, I knew who Manchester United was. But I never could watch games here. It was never televised here. It was different. Then, when I went into the military and I traveled overseas, I got a different exposure to it. I, I ended up learning a lot more about it. And, in, and coincidentally, since then, here in the States, it's grown yep. phenomenally. It's, it's yeah. huge. I mean, I've always known that there's been an MLS here. We had a team here at Miami Fusion, and we're about to get a new one with Beckham, which we'll talk about in a second. Maybe. But it's but mm. it started to grow. And then, well, um, I'd say about 10 years ago is when I got exposed to Chelsea. Yep. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to adopt this team. This is going to be my team. It was actually 2005. And I said, this is going to be the squad I'm going to follow. I'm going to put my attention on them. Because I was eager about learning a new sport. And I liked it. And I've been with them since. Yes. But FIFA video games have helped out a lot too, man. That's been a huge boost to soccer here in the man. United States, man. FIFA is fucking huge. But, but, when, but going back to my original um, argument here, since I've been a fan of it as a, as, a, as a world game and now for 10 years as an international like club level game in these countries, I really like, I love Champions League. I love these big tournaments. Yeah. But when it comes to the two leagues, when you got Premier League and you got La Liga, which I think, safe to say, those are the two biggest leagues. I mean, you got League One in France and yeah. you got Serie A in, in Italy. <sighs> yeah, but those are the two yeah. biggest leagues. Yeah, Bundesliga. Bundesliga too, but my big gripe about La Liga is that after Real Madrid and Barcelona, 
it drops considerably. Well, the problem is that those might very well be the top two clubs in the world. Yeah, it, it's they. They're, That's they're the two of the riches. And we've and we've had this discussion for a while. Yeah. Sure, the floor is a lot higher in the Premier League because even the bottom feeders are very good. That's the thing. Yeah. And uh, the the overall strength of the league is very good in the Premier League, but. The La Liga is top heavy, yeah. and the problem is that those two clubs might be the very best in the world. Yeah, and, and, you know what I'm and saying so at its at its best, yeah. La Liga is better than just about any other league in the world because of those two teams. And maybe if you want to throw in Atletico and some of the well, other teams that won, are coming up, but, like Sevilla well, or whatever. Barcelona won Champions League last year, and Madrid won it the year before. Right but, now, you have to throw in Atletico because they've. They no, no, they, well they, in La Liga really and in the Champions League. Yeah, so they well, they did well two years ago in Champions League. Last year, not so much, and this year. I don't even think they're making a, a dent. But overall, top to bottom in the Premier League, like I've had this debate with Gus, is yeah, like you'll see, you'll see, of these, course. you'll see these games where they're they're winning seven one, six one, six zero in La Liga. You don't see that in Premier League. No, 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 no. Premier, Premier League, yeah, yeah. competition goals, is a lot. Goals are tougher. at a premium, yeah. and when you do have an outburst of goals, it's a thing of beauty because it's just like it's wow, everything parody. is clicking. It's a lot more parity. Um, I like it better. I enjoy it because I can watch a couple of lower division teams yep. and I can't watch La Liga no, teams no, lower division. Yeah, but, Premier League is awesome. But, you know, Champions League was going on this week. You know, yesterday, Barcelona ripped Roma. Holy six shit. To one. And I, I like Roma. Dude, seriously? Like, Dude. Barcelona might very well have two of the top, I don't know, maybe four or five strikers in the world right now. Yeah. Three of the top. Three really. of the top. No, they, well, they're, no, they're loaded I, well, top to bottom. Yeah. They're, they're good. So. Which I thought the, the, the MVP is, of the Classico... Suarez is playing at some kind of level no, right Suarez, now. No, Suarez, the biter, he's, oh, yeah. he's doing great. But you know the who bi- the MVP... Don't call him the biter. Yeah, he's, come on, bro. You bet your boy Ivanovic? The, no, no, the, the MVP of the, the Classico, you're going to say Iniesta. Iniesta. I'm going to say the goalie, Bravo. Of the that guy made yeah, so, save after save after save. Bravo I mean, he stopped Ronaldo on two point black shots, you know, off the oh, nice feet. Awesome. I mean, those, as a goalie myself, oh, I can boy. appreciate that. <laughs> as, as, a a very mediocre, as a very mediocre goalie of, a, of an adult intramural league, um, I can appreciate good goal work. And I thought that guy was great. I thought, and goalies never get a rep, so I'm giving props to the, to the goalie here because the stars get all the. I mean, he had a a couple of really glamour. nice ones. That was the uh, the Hamas strike uh, yeah. on the lower left corner. He stopped that one, and yeah. he was kind of shadowed behind the whole thing. So that one was really yeah. nice. The uh, Cristiano one, I uh, I give him a lot more props for closing in on Cristiano than for actually getting it because the kind the ball kind of hit between his head and his arm and kind of thing. He just kind of flailed on top. Close up. But that's what you up, do. Man. Like you, with a little bit of luck, he he closed in on him well, and I mean he played an amazing game. He did. But one thing that I noticed that. That I actually really appreciate the entire team the, did actually. Yeah, well, well, but while and watching, that, that's saying something yeah. given the fact that they lost their best defender early yeah. in the match. Mm-hmm. But while watching the while watching the classico, I, I realized Isn't something nice. which I normally don't <laughs> is one of the things that I do like about the Premier League is that goals are at a premium. But what I enjoyed about the Classico this weekend is that goals were obviously a plenty, but it was it was it was exciting from start to finish, man. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the game. Was there was no downtime. There was a lot of a lot of really good action. I, I had a lot of time, and you know what? I gotta, you know what? Can we do a reverse pick? Can we take Enrique out of the pick? Because I gotta hand it out to uh, Hipster Rick here. He's held his own with the little soccer talk. Looking uh, very I can hold my own with a classical because I saw it start to finish. Exactly. And you know why? <laughs> because I wasn't traveling to the park and I saw it in its entirety. Oh, we, we saw it in, our, in its entirety too. Sure, so, you know what? You're back in the pit, bro. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you what, man. It, overall, it was a good thing. And, and But hey, Keep watching it, man. Well, it, gets is, better, like, it gets better. It gets better. The other thing, if you're a Barcelona fan, like it was really nice to see Messi back out there after you know some time missed with a knee injury. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah was and they kind of eased him into it, but he was a big part of the game. He finally scored two goals yesterday against Roma. Yeah. So he had you know he had a really nice game there as well, and it looks like he's 
like fully back. Right? Yeah. He's, he's not going to be hindered by it at all. All right, so I want one minute of Chelsea talk here, here because I got to get I got to get this out, man. My boys you. in blue here have had a rough season. Mourinho's been, you know, on the on the you can't say hot seat cuz there's no seat left. Like this guy's no, standing no, 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 no. up this and they're just charred they're off. throwing it's fireballs yeah. at him. Um, but he I don't understand, man. Chelsea's been like a, a big, you know, mystery to me because Last season, it's the same team from last season. Yeah. The same recipe, the same formula. They've added a couple new pieces. Falcao, I'm sorry, he's gone in January. He's just hasn't done anything. And that's tough, man. That knee injury ended his career, man. He's yeah. never going to be the same guy. But it's sad because he's it's, a boy. Dude, he was so good before that knee injury. Like, Columbia could have done a lot better in the World Cup when they did a great showing, but they could no, have no, done even did. better if awesome, he had healthy. But, yeah. but and you had to feel bad for him, right? No, it, it, it breaks my heart, bro. It breaks my heart. The guy's a really nice guy. It's just he, he's, he's trying and he's not informed. And there's he's no way he makes it to the next one, right? There's no, no way he makes it to the next one. No, he's not going to make it to the next one. In, I don't even know where he's going to play next season, bro. In January, we're going we're gonna to sell him back because we don't want him. As far When I say we, I say Chelsea. Yeah. But it's it's bad. Well, Monaco says they're just completely going to release They're no yeah, longer just giving him out on loans. They're just completely going to release this guy. So he's going to be a free agent. It's bad. It's bad. But yes, but Chelsea, yeah, yeah, that's what. Hey, that's where our good players come to die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but Chelsea right now, man, they're the last. They won last week. It was a one nothing win against Norwich. It wasn't a big deal. But the big thing, people say, oh, they only scored one, and it was it wasn't the best goal or anything. But you know what I say, dude, you'll I take say, what you can get at this. I'll point. take first. You take it where we can get it. But what I really liked about the Norwich game was that we 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 reestablished our identity, which has always been parking that bus. That's been what Mourinho is. Yeah. Parking the bus, just playing solid defense. All we need is one goal, and then we're gonna block the goal, and we're gonna load. Basically, when the expression "park the bus" for those of you who don't know is when pretty, pretty much your whole team just stands in front of the goal yeah. and <laughs> doesn't let anybody penetrate in here. Yeah. But uh, but with that being said. I really thought that that we were finally getting back to what our original identity was, our original identity that helped us win the league last year. And I think now, because it's still early in the season, that this is the chance where we can actually, you know, turn that corner and start gaining some traction and make it so that we can finish top of the table. I don't know if we're going to finish, you know, top of the table, but at least finish in the top four so we can qualify for Champions League. Yeah, whatever. Get back into this thing. And it's clear that, like, Chelsea has absolutely... Because, and like you said, it's a very very tough league, the Premier League is. So... Chelsea might very well just be playing for the Champions League at this point, right? Like, yeah, they're going to put all their exactly. eggs into that one basket. Yeah, and, and because, for, absolutely, if they manage to make a deep, mm-hmm. even a deep run, they don't have to win it. Even a deep run into the Champions League tournament yeah. would absolutely salvage the season for this well, team. Well, in, in the Premier League... And uh, possibly Mourinho's job. Yeah, in the Premier League, you have to finish top four in the table to qualify for a Champions League. Yep. And right now, we're sitting at, like, 14th or 13th right now. But it's... It is, this week no, is a man, big it's game. Just like, it's kind of been a perfect storm of things, and this happens in any sport yeah. where uh, per- players are playing heavily under their usual average, like yeah. they're heavily underperforming, and then on top of that, uh, all, all the bad things start coming out, right? Like players have a problem with the coaching, and then coaching has a problem with the, how the players are oh, responding in the front office, and in like, soccer, this always happens in every sport. Dude, no, but in soccer, it's the most diva sport there is, yeah. and not only that, it's... Every week, these blogs and these things are saying a new rumor about how oh, Ronaldo's yeah. going here or he's going there. He's unhappy Dude, here. There's if I get so one more fucking, fucking notification involving PSG and a big name, <laughs> I'm going to fucking lose it. Yeah, but that's exactly- Bleacher Report. Fuck you. Yeah, that's what's happening. But I think this week we got a big game. We're in White Hart Lane. We're playing against Tottenham. I know a few Tottenham fans that are dying, and if they're listening to this right now, they can't wait till the end of the game because as soon as that game ends, if if the Spurs win, I start getting bombarded with text messages. Hey, mate, did you check the score? Uh, fuck you, all right? You know what I'm talking about. And uh, so all You're these people are... the other way around? They're, no, I... Oh, trust if me. Your boy's I dish it. I, I dished it out a little bit this week because Arsenal lost and Chelsea won. So yeah. my friend was like, hey, you've been waiting a few weeks to say some, talk some shit, huh? And I was like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. I got it in. Yeah. All right? But this week's a big game. If... 
this could be the game where, like I said, this this week could have been the turning point where Chelsea really steps up and starts playing the way they should, yeah. or we regress to what we've been doing all season, and that's not good. We don't want this. We need a good yeah. showing against Tottenham this week, and I think I think that's our chance, man. That's our best chance to salvage the season. All right, so let's see here. Um, before we uh, finish, I did and I'll continue on the soccer talk, man. For for the local people here in Miami, you guys know that obviously Beckham has been granted a team here, and we are about to get an MLS team here. Eventually, we've been waiting two years for them to decide where I mean, they're going to put guy, the team. Like, this poor guy, man, like he really wants this to happen, and he keeps driving hard. I'm actually scared of when he'll just eventually say fuck it and then just go somewhere else. No, and it's and put it this way, man. If Beckham, with his notoriety, his reputation, which is a good reputation, never been tainted, nothing. With his reputation, his money goes to any major city in the United States, even a small city. Go to Sacramento. Go to San Antonio. These other cities that are dying for an MLS team. If he goes there and says, hey, look, I'm David Beckham. I want to bring a team here. I need to find prime real estate. They will tear down schools. Yeah, they will tear over. down yeah. churches. Yeah, dude, no, they will no, no, knock no. down. Hey, you sorry. Get out of here. Yeah, We're yeah. ripping through. We're building a stadium right David here. Beckham, that's what dreamy, he wants to do. You know? Exactly. Dude, you look at those eyes. Dude, it's that so hair. pretty. Those the hair. flowing locks. The tattoos. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Bro. David, marry me. No pants. Leave but I'm that spice girl. But if he goes anywhere, but yet no, he comes I think, to Miami. I think a lot of it has something to do, and clearly, like, they're putting him through the fucking, you know, grinder here. Yep. But it's some, uh, like, Gus had this point before we started recording, and it's, I think that this group knows that this will be well worth the sacrifice. When it is all said and done, yep. like, this market can really, soccer can really flourish down yeah. here. And in MLS, the really cool thing is, um, there's, there's, it's, it's changed a lot since 96 when it's, it's an inception, and in 2001, we lost the fusion. And uh, we lost the mutiny. Both teams from Florida were gone in one year. But now we have Orlando City, who's doing really, really great. They had a huge turnout this season, their first year. You know, we can do something like Don't that. Don't forget but, about the Strikers. Bro. But the Strikers, we got Miami <laughs> FC. But we, uh, but now, what's going on with Beckham's team? If uh, if you read the Herald yesterday, and I posted this on Facebook, um, the Herald reports that now there's a new there's a new guy in, in Miami Beckham United. That's the group that's called. That's the name of the group here in Miami. That's yeah, doing everything. Yeah, yeah. The new investor group and ownership group. Yeah, that group. includes Sprint Guy and all of that shit. Yeah, the Sprint Guy, Marcelo Clark, and yeah. Claudia, and then Beckham. And now it's including Tim Lewicki. Lewicki, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but whatever. He is uh, he is the current currently the president and CEO of Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment, which is a huge Toronto-based sports. He's basically involved with everything Canada over there, and this guy's a big deal. So he came out yesterday and he's pushing for this to get done. He was actually one of the guys that helped Beckham get the uh, the. The permission or the or the, the the part of his deal that allowed him to buy a franchise once he retired, yep. he was one of the negotiating partners with that with mm-hmm. the MLS, and now he's helping and working with Beckham directly. So here's the situation: um, I think it was a few months ago they announced that at Marlins Park, which is a graveyard, it's just like the this, Marlins Park site. It's this yeah. Brujeria Santeria, it's like everything. Park, yeah. It's everything that's bad in Miami hangs out there, mm-hmm. and nothing is ever going to flourish in that spot because it's tainted. It's tainted ground. But anyway, the city council here, Miami I don't know, government bro, the officials. Made it work. Yeah, the Obi made it work, but once that that's that's what you did. You yeah, you, yeah. you you built over a grave, you built over a sacred land, and now you, you killed it. Now it's yep. it's cursed. Yeah. So headquartered at batting cages. <laughs> Dude, exactly. The bull bar is there. The bull okay. bar. Seriously? Yeah. You need a tetanus shot before you walk in there. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but here's the thing. So the city officials and government officials here in Miami have been forcing him to make a deal with that land because they own that land. They're even going to sweeten the deal by saying, hey, we're going to give that land to the school board. And then you're going to buy it from the school board so you don't have to pay property taxes on it at the same levels as you would beforehand. So they're forcing him into this bad deal because they own it. And they've shot yeah, down all the other, bad. all his other ideas mm-hmm. at the Port of Miami next to the AAA. So, Right now, currently, there's they're trying to negotiate with the people who own the couple of apartments that's needed in front of the stadium, yep. so that they can fully have use of the space. And yesterday came out that this guy, the Wiggy, said, 
that they're no longer negotiating because they've hit a roadblock with that, which means, and he, he, he actually, he confirmed that they are negotiating with privately owned sites, which for us here in Miami is a huge deal because the privately owned sites are not owned by the city, they're owned by somebody else, and best of all, they're in better locations. They're not in yeah. that dump. One of them in particular, we were at this weekend, which mm-hmm. we saw and we uh, posted a picture on the Facebook page too, which is the old Herald building, which is right off the water. It's literally, it, it overhangs off the yeah. water. You have, yeah. the, you have the, the cruise ships are on one side, you have the bay, you have the two um, metro, metro mover stations, you yeah. have the bus stop there, you have everything. It's yeah, prime like real estate. Like that That's my yeah. favorite, favorite one. I think it's owned by a guy who originally wanted to build a casino there, but mm-hmm. he wasn't able to get the permits and so on and so on. I never, like, it Florida didn't, never legalized it. Florida never legalized it, it. It didn't make sense to any of us when they tried to push this whole Marlins Park area thing yeah. because... And, and the problem is, like, they, they would have had to, you know, you're yeah, there, like, we talked right about next this to before. each other. Yes, well, the problem is, like, we talked about this before. Originally, they were proposing that this might have to be done with, like, major uh, reconstruction of 17th Avenue, yeah. which is a major avenue down here, right? Yeah. And the whole thing was going to have to be redirected. And finally, they did that. But now the tenants aren't playing ball of the, uh, the current area. Yeah. Like fucking, uh, you know, Paquito down there. Flanito <laughs> wants a lot of $30 million, right? Flanito said, oh, yeah. my business is worth $800,000. you are going to give me a million over it. So that's $1.8. Yeah, I want $30 million. That's what he said. That's where the bidding begins. Sure, that's <laughs> where the bidding begins. And Beckham, uh, Miami Beckham United said, yeah, peace out. We're out of here. Yeah. So hopefully the some of the other sites are the Bertram Yacht site. Um, there's the Overtown site where the old Miami Arena used to be, where there's plans right now to renovate that area and turn it into the Miami Trade Center. So the point is for you guys listening down here in Miami, the, the guys that are passionate about MLS man I think I think this is a good news I think yeah. this is actually great yeah. news I think this is really promising and this is this will be what will really identify Miami and soccer and make it you know a very attractive location for all these big names to come in not as a retirement home but maybe as a prime real estate in the prime of their careers eventually listen I don't follow the MLS you know? right now but as soon as we get a team down here I'll follow the shit out oh man yeah so it's- <laughs> in closing in closing Beckham you're dreamy don't give up on us yeah okay? please don't give up on us I think it's uh, I think it's a great thing I'm really excited and I'm also very curious man I, I'm also very curious as to what identity eventually the Miami team is going to take uh, because a lot of the MLS teams are based off mm-hmm. of some of the more famous teams across the world. Yeah. Um, try like, to imitate, like yeah. a sincere like, former flatterer. Exactly. Yeah. So, like we, like I was saying, um, the Columbus Crew is a team that re- reminds a lot of people not only the colors but the style of everybody of Borussia Dortmund, not in uh, Bundesliga. Um, you got other teams that are just have their own passionate fan bases yep. and everything, which I like. Which I'm curious. I just can't wait, man. I really hope the colors are teal and pink. That's all I'm saying. That's what I really, of really want. You, do. you are so fucking Miami. <laughs> I want some straight up Miami Vice FC pink. Give me that stuff. I might take a picture of your shirt and post it after this because like you want what you're wearing right now. <laughs> I want what I'm wearing right now. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, with that, I think we had a very good uh, discussion. So if you if you like what we said about soccer today, if you want to yeah, hear get more it of it, it, get it on us. If you want to hear more of it, if you got some ideas. Please, guys, we encourage you. If if you've heard about something we haven't heard about, right? Yeah, let us know. News on this shit is coming out every day. Maybe if you got a different site. Like, for a while, my boy Gus was leading the charge here on the push Mm -hmm. for the fucking... uh, the science, uh, the, what the was it? Miami Museum of Science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Miami, he was pushing that side oh, for a while. Yeah, yeah. You know what? My, yeah, yeah, he was pushing that. Also. And I'm going to say it right now, man, if they announce that it's the Herald Building, I'm taking credit for that because it was the day after I posted it <laughs> that they started saying this stuff, okay? So I'm taking full yeah, credit course, for that. If it's not, then I'll still take credit for it. Yeah, but little, little known fact, that entire uh, that entire Beckham group, big fans of Life from Lemon City. Yes, big, 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 big fans. <laughs> <laughs> so... All right, so all right, all right. So, so if you like the show, if you like what we talked about today, please reach out to us, comment. We got a lot of uh, we got some we got a lot more feedback this week than yep. we have in weeks past. We appreciate it. Thank you guys. Keep feeding us more uh, stuff so we can talk about it. 
Now, we're going to close out today's show. Yeah, we want to do something interesting here today and something a little bit newer instead of that's interesting and the iBitch. As we keep introducing segments, as we find our own voice here, we thought we'd do something new. <laughs> I want to... Uh, my, boy Edwin here, my boy Edwin here is one of the best storytellers in all the land. Okay? <laughs> and he's got some interesting stories because in his ancient life... He's lived through some shit. That I'm like 900 years so maybe old. He's got maybe he's got some shit to tell us today. This will be story time with Ed Luz. This is, uh, I'm the Yoda of the team here. But uh, no, my story's going to be real quick. It was actually something really funny that I haven't told yeah, the wait, guys wait, wait, here. Give me your best Yoda impression. Real quick. Oh, I, I'm, no, I'm horrible at that. Uh, what is it? Uh, do or do not. There do is or no do try. not. There is no try. Whatever it oh, is. That, that <laughs> was awful. Yeah, that was, that was gravy. Baby. That was awful. Uh, but no, this is, uh, gather around, kids. I'm going to tell you a story. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a, okay. Now, I'm, now I have a lot of stories, and I might throw some out in future episodes. Yeah, but this yeah one's all in due time, we'll tell them all. This and is everyone's a, got some doozies. This is a real quick one that happened at the Knicks uh, Heat game that was really funny. So I go to, so I'm going to, I go to the game. It's my first ever Heat Knicks game, and I'm having a great time. This is Monday, right? This is Monday. Two Monday, days ago. yes, two days ago. Monday. It's a, it, it was fun. Game was great. We already talked about that. So after the game, you know, we're taking our time walking. That out was Edwin's idea of romance. By yeah, the way. that was my anniversary gift to my girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, I said, we're going to Heat Knicks, baby. You like that? And uh, I mean, so. marry that girl, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, our first date was a, was a sporting event. So Yeah, and, which uh, means she's put up with enough. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> so, we're walking out of the stadium, and we're walking out, and we're, we're you know, we're, the crowds are, everybody's happy. Let's go eat. Some Knicks fans are arguing outside. Like, yeah, hey, you guys, what have you won? Blah, blah, blah. Porzingis. Porzingis is the man. <laughs> hey, by the way, this the food for thought. Are the Knicks the Miami Dolphins of basketball? They're still hanging on to 72. My friend told me that. I thought it made a lot of sense. Both franchises and uh, the fan maybe, bases are hanging like, on to shit. Nah, because... Like I the, think about it. No, we'll leave no. it for another one. We'll leave unlike, it for another one. Let uh, it marinate and we'll talk about it next week. Unlike the Dolphins, the, the Knicks have been legit bottom feeders. They've been catfishing for No, but for they've had good, time. man. They Whereas went the to Dolphins, finals. They went to finals in 94. The Dolphins had the 1-1 one, one of 15 seasons. Same. Apart from that, we've been 500 all the way. But think about it. Let it think. I, I thought it was a good point. But anyway, so I'm walking out. The Knicks fans are arguing. I'm having a good time. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, dude, I see the most Miami thing I could possibly see, dude. Give it the to most me. ghetto Miami. Oh, my God. I can't believe this. So I'm, the I'm audience standing. and I have this in common. St- I haven't heard the story yet. <laughs> Nobody's heard the story. So okay. I'm, I'm, I'm walking out of the stadium, and I'm like, and my girlfriend points out. She's like, oh, my God, look at this. Look. And I look, and there's a guy parked right in front of the stadium where all the taxis are parked and the limos are all parked out there, right? This dude's in like a, nine, uh, like a 2005 Mustang or something, right? Of course he is. He's got the back, the, the, it's a two-seater, right? So he's got the seat, the, the passenger seat pushed all the way forward like this and he's holding his cell phone out like this and it's got like yellow and black letters flashing taxi taxi and it's this cuban guy with like an earring the little bo- the little cuban beard and everything he's like what oh yeah taxi 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 i'm open come on can't get away who wants to ride who wants to ride taxi taxi he's lo- he's asking for rides wait, 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 wait. Per- pretending to be a taxi okay. man <laughs> in front with all the taxi guys like this hardcore so all the taxis guy. are there and this guy's not even an uber this driver he's not even he's an uber driver dude wow. this guy is straight up like highly like oh, yeah, baby come here with the seat tilt up holding the his phone, phone. He's a gypsy cat. He's a, he's a phone and yeah. say, taxi, 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 taxi. He's the only one there in a Mustang two-door with racing Dude, stretch. That is so and he says, like, wait, wait, wait. So we go, we, we, I walk by, I'm like, I can't believe this shit. This is shit you only see in Miami, right? Absolutely. But I'm thinking, man, I really, I wonder if anyone got into this guy's cab, you know? So we go Probably and, and I, I rode over there in my little scooter and uh, I went and uh, we parked over by Bayside. So as we're coming back around the front of the stadium, dude's still there, like, trying to holler at yeah, people to course. get rides, bro. Did you get into like, that fucking I, car? I just couldn't believe it. 
I couldn't believe it to me. I thought that that was some of the funniest things that some of the, one of the wow. funniest things Holy I've seen shit. in a while, bro. Dude, the last thing, thing I these things happen in Miami all the time. So yeah. Oh, yeah. So for those of you who are from Miami, if you see if you know this guy, guy, if you know this self-employed gypsy cab man, let us know so we can uh, come support up his business. Support yeah, his business. Listen, the official. I'm I'm willing to make him the official taxi driver of life from Lemon City. That's right, man. Silver Mustang with dark silver Mustang with dark racing stripes. No spoiler. And with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. It's been real fun, and we'll see you next week. Have a happy Thanksgiving. That's Everybody correct. be Everybody, safe out there. I'm going to eat plenty and of uh, not get, turkey because Cubans yeah. don't do that kind of shit. Yeah, but. Cubans eat ham, but I'm going to have some turkey, cajachina, yeah. all that stuff. But uh, hey, be safe out there. Enjoy yourselves uh, and uh, be grateful for everything you have. I'm grateful for you guys. I love you guys. Oh, I'm very you, thankful. Man. And uh, I look forward to uh, doing this again next week. Good night, we'll everybody. Good night.